to the Mammoth Games cast for the week of November 4th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. Yeah, this would be, um, if you join us for a live stream, this is our first live stream over here on Facebook. Um, trying that out, just seeing what it's uh, all about. I figure we get most of our traffic through Facebook. Um, so maybe those guys would actually right. like to see what we're doing uh, live. Since, yeah, I mean, like, it's yeah. one of those things where we have, I think the Mammoth Games Inc. page has, like, almost 900 likes or whatever. And I, I understand that, like, it, it's not, like, even 50% of those people actually look at our content on a given day. Right. But, like, our Twitter followers are, like, 10. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, uh, or not Twitter, uh, uh, Twitch. Twitch. So, we get a much larger audience, I think. We usually get pretty good uh, interaction on our uh, Twitter, since I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be maybe a little easier for people to get a hold of on Facebook. Um, we sent out, like, a poll on our uh, t- Twitter. It was Facebook and, and Twitter. Our Facebook. Yeah. And it was pretty definitive. People are like, yeah, I'd rather catch it on Facebook or whatever. It was so. weird. There was there was literally one uh, on Twitter. There was, like, not a lot of people voted because yeah. I, maybe I didn't, like, like like market it properly well tweets are harder to catch too because i think pretty much everybody either has well there's only two options right there's latest and top tweets so i have mine and latest because i do not want to see the same thing over and over again all day Mm -hmm. but facebook doesn't really allow you to control that anymore like facebook kind of just gives it to you however it wants to yeah you can kind of control it with comments but not really with posts right so um i think on facebook it was just being seen a lot more because it had some interaction and it would kind of come up repeatedly and then on twitter we posted it on one day or whatever retweeted a couple times but it really is only in the column for that hour and then it's gone right right twitter's kind of weird yeah so uh Basically, what we do, if you guys are new to the show, if you guys are listening to podcasts live, um, you know, welcome back. That's awesome. Uh, but what we do is um, kind of run down to your weekly uh, news, this upcoming week's games, and talk about a little bit of what we've been playing. So, uh, to get us started, um, we'll go ahead and talk about a little bit of what we've been playing. Um yeah, and I know I haven't been playing much. There's been a, a mobile game that I've been playing a bit that um, I'm testing. Uh, like I think I'm alpha testing through Test Flight that I can't really talk about too much, but that it's pretty cool. That's taken up a little bit of my time mobile wise. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that one here in the future when uh, I get the chance. Um, but I know both of us have been playing uh, The Outer Worlds. Absolutely, and I will. This is probably going to be my new Dragon Age, right? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be playing this for so... like 19 years. Hopefully. Um, I'm definitely, like, already planning, like, my new, like, my next playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely going to do a dumbass playthrough. Sure. Because, yeah. I, I, like, there's literally zero negatives to that, right? Right. Um, it, it sounds really good. I've, I've heard kind of some stuff about it. I'm probably going to do, like, a genocide playthrough where I just kill everybody I'm capable of killing. Yeah, um, that, I mean, every time I make a decision in this game, I end up like looking the other way and going oh shit it would be so awesome if i could have went that route right and it's like i mean so there's the thing this is not a spoiler there's a thing right in the beginning that like um it gives you the option to um like tell somebody like one of the corporate people Mm -hmm. where um 
where the like mad scientist the guy that like resurrects you from your cryopod or whatever is like wanted <laughs> and it there's an option that's like tell them where he is and it's like can i actually do that like yeah yeah i i want to just can i just turn happened. this dude in and get a shit ton of money yeah like, and i mean it would be really cool i i know you didn't go that route yeah. i didn't go that route i really don't want to ruin my like first playthrough first playthrough right? <laughs> i but i really do want to do that like i want to i want to turn him in it would be so fucking cool if you turn him in and then it's just like well now you're doing this thing and you have to figure out whatever he was trying to do yeah like you go that back to dope. his like little base and you have to like figure out like how you're gonna like what you have to do to save all these people right yeah that'd be really good so yeah we've been continuing to play that i think we're both on monarch right yeah, I think um, I'm closer to the end of Monarch. Um, again, with, like, absolute minimum number of... Like, we, we definitely will not ever spoil anything that's, like, main quest-related, I think. Unless we do, like, a spoiler cast. Right. But, um... Join us for our bi-weekly uh, story mode, where we spoil literally everything for a game that you don't care about. Or you right. do care or, about, and you've already... Yeah, been, something you that you've missed, like... or... Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. um... Yeah, there's, there's a... There's a lot going on, and I think the number one thing with the Outer Worlds is that Bethesda was so Bethesda um, Obsidian was so careful in the like they did the thing of like we're not gonna overhype this game. Like I will not allow this game to die due to insane levels of hype. Right. You know what I mean? So like they were super careful to be like, oh, you know, this game's a lot smaller than like something like New Vegas. It's it's you know it's zonal. It's not open world. Um, you know, we just have a few little zones that you can kind of play around and have fun and whatever. But like, it's so much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like, I don't know, the, just the way that they caged everything where they were like, Hey, this game's a lot smaller than you think. I mean, like the main game is like 20, 30 hours and then yeah. additional content. I think with everything, if you absolutely a hundred percent this game on like a normal playthrough, they said it's like 50 to 60 hours. That's not small. No, that's like that's fair size. That's good yeah, size. Yeah, I mean, fucking Alpha Protocol was like, you know, 30 hours. And they weren't constantly like, hey, this game's a lot smaller than you think, guys. Don't get too excited. So, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird, I guess, but I Yeah, know, I feel like a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of my an- a lot of my answers that I kind of want will be like i feel like they'll be more than likely answered in my second playthrough of like okay i know how this goes if i say this but like what happens Mm -hmm. if i go this route hey what if i do this dumb thing i'm excited to like go through and start killing people that yeah you know either deserve it or whatever just to see what happens for sure yeah uh i mean thus far i've been playing the kind of straight laced uh, not straight laced, but like, yeah, I've been, I've been doing pl- like a heroic, like sort of good guy playthrough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my guy is a like fast talker. He lies about a bunch of shit, but yep. in general, he's a good guy. Right. Like, so, I'll I'll lie about like, hey, I need some ammo so I can like clean up this quadrant of space or whatever. You know what I mean? So I'll like steal some shit from people, but yeah, yeah like you said, I'm not like out here like slaughtering people. I'm not like stealing from like starving people yeah i want to see what it'd be like when you get to like monarch and you go to that that first camp that's not like the main camp 
Mm-hmm. And you just fucking kill everyone there just to see what happens. It's doable. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they're supposed to give you a lot of the quests in a different way. Mm-hmm. So like that'll you be find it on, like, notes on their bodies or things like that, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Or, it's like, super interesting, though. If it creates another sub-quest, like, hey, my son was out at that camp, uh, and he had this quest that he was trying to... Or, you know, this, this task that he needed to complete. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen him yet, you know, can you complete the quest for him and I'll let him know? But in reality, right. he's just dead. Yeah, um, you fucking shot him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, interesting. yeah, that, that's been cool. Gun-wise, um, it... I won't say it feels, like, lacking or anything. Um, it feels pretty good. Uh, right. I, I was confused, I think, a little bit in the beginning. I think the weapon that they have out currently is called the Vermin. It's a pistol. Uh, in the okay, line, in the I've line. seen that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought that was, like, a special weapon because it had, like, a special name. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. No. No, not That's at just all. the brand name, right? It's just, it's just what they call that pistol. Yeah. I think you're supposed to shoot rats with it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, it does a three round burst. It's weird. It's a three round burst. Yeah, that was I was using that early in the game. Yeah. Um. And they do have some special weapons, like in the live stream, they just picked up uh, a corrosive sword called Supper Time. Yeah, there are named like unique weapons or whatever. Yeah. And then there are science weapons as well. Um. Yeah. I I have. Have I you haven't messed really, with them too much? I have not. I mean, I have a few. I just picked up a new one that turns enemies into allies for mm. a period of time. That's really cool. But they're all really weak. Like my yeah, guns they are don't like do damage. damage. Yeah, yeah, and these ones are not pumping out damage. That um, kind of gets me. Like, I wonder if that's meant to be like you know the wacky wasteland stuff from yeah. Fallout Three. You could get like weapons that were just funny and they didn't really do anything. Yeah, like and the like, first one I think you get is a. Um, like, you make people, like, small. Like, you cut yeah, their size ray. in half. It's like a shrink ray. Yeah. That's um, funny. That's pretty fun. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and you just have to count on your allies to, like, kill a small dude or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, I'm like, that doesn't work for me. It does do damage, though. It does a... You can... It can do a little bit of damage here and there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I need to play with those a bit more. I found a top hat that I'm like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I found my, like headgear piece that i'm never going to change and it's armors too but it's mm. like t- like it's uh dialogue options are like plus seven yeah so it's really good and i was trying to like make that a better like piece of armor and it is impossible mm. it just doesn't it, it doesn't get really much better i think i've upgraded it like to the max level and it's like maybe five armor and it started at two yeah like damn um yeah but yeah is there any like thing specific that you uh you know with this game that you um have really liked or really dislike so the the way that it handles some of the like conversational stuff is really good Mm -hmm. um i I mean you know from what i've heard from people um like anytime i talk with somebody i'm like yeah so i did this and this and this and to me that's like the default playthrough right and then whoever i'm talking to will be like oh, you did X? I'm like, yeah, I mean, that was the quest. And they're like, oh, that went totally differently for me. Yeah. So, like, uh, without spoiling, have you done, like, Parvati's companion quest? Uh, yes. 
that is awesome and there's like 10 different ways that can go oh yeah and it can, it can end with her being really happy it can end with her being really sad it can end with her leaving potentially yeah so like it, it's really cool um i'm interested to see I, I feel like i have one companion slot open and i'm yeah. not sure who that as, would be may as well. i kind of i think i've just gotten a tease on who it's going to be when you land on monarch oh oh yeah 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 but i'm, I'm interested oh, i thought you meant you had one open like that you can rotate through uh, you know what I mean? Like, I have this companion that I know I want on my team, and then this other companion. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like, sure who like uh, in the companion select screen, there's, like, a slot open. Yeah. But I don't know who is going in there. So, yeah, like, you know, I haven't gotten every companion yet. I've heard of people that get off of Monarch, or uh, off of uh, Terra 2 uh, Edgewater, and they only got Parvati, and they didn't get uh, Vicar Max. Yeah, if you don't talk you to don't, Vicar Max, If you don't you talk don't to him it. and do his quest, he won't come with you, right? And the same for, um, what is that, the the ship, um, like the big ship where you, it's like the second place you go. It's like a Sledgehammer or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the, the uh, exact name of the, the, guy. the ship. Um, but you can get, uh, yeah, you can get there the medic. The did you, get, like the, snarky did you medic. get the like garbage or the box mover guy too? Yes, and him. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about him. So yeah, I, you can get the, you can get him and the medic there. Obviously, you can get the robot if you you have to like fix him up, right? But uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Um. One second here. Yeah, and I mean, there's. Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of different things. Grim was over here saying, um, that he wants to play solo, but he doesn't see a benefit to it. Uh, you have to choose perks. Yeah, there's definitely a benefit yeah. to it. Um, there's perks that allow you to get like you can like carry more, more or you can deal more damage or yeah it's easier to stealth if you're alone I guess because like sometimes yeah. your allies will just do some dumbass shit so I don't know I don't know yeah I haven't I haven't really checked into uh, you know checked into doing a, a solo run that could be something that'd be fun yeah. but do, yeah. like don't even recruit anybody just tell them that they can't come with you yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Nerd. Um, the spaceship's been pretty lonely. I'm noticing here on uh, the live stream on Facebook since we are doing this live um, yeah. that uh, like the stream's not updating proper. It looks like everyone can see everything, but what like, my picture does not show. Like it's not showing what's actually happening on our stream it's just showing where we started like what it looked like when we started the stream uh it looks fine to me i'm watching it live cool as long as it's working for you it's not working for me for whatever reason That's weird. um but uh I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try pausing and then playing <coughs> nope that didn't do anything uh, but either way um so yeah i think that's just been taken up this game's been taking up the majority of my time for sure. Sounds like yeah, I've been so I did also start a, a new campaign on uh, Total War Three Kingdoms, but I'm oh, not yeah. like getting hardcore into that or anything, and I really don't have anything additional to add. Definitely, so, yeah. yeah. We need to start our playthrough of Carbon as well. That's something that we've yeah. been talking about, and now that um, we're kind of through some of the busy season like busy season yeah we can get down like we'll have some time off for holiday i don't i know i'll have uh i think all of christmas week off 
Nice. Yeah. And then I still have, I think, about a week of, like, unpaid time, or paid time to, Mm -hmm. like, use before February. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll have some time to, like, look into that and start knocking that kind of stuff out. Um, Oh, there it goes. It just caught up. That was weird. Um, Still getting used to the new format, folks. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um, it seems to be working properly, though. Uh, but, yeah, for, I, I think for me, I can't think of... I mean, the only thing for the Outer Worlds that seems... Oh, like, I, I, you definitely get that vibe of, like, I'm playing, like, a Fallout game. Right. But it doesn't feel as... It feels a lot more corralled. Like, I'm very aware that it's not as, like, big in scope. Right, which I, it's got its it's got positives and negatives. Of course. Yeah, it, that, like that's good. Does. It's yeah. good on one foot, or you know, on one side and bad on the other. Um, right, and it's not even necessarily bad. It's just uh, I'm just aware. I don't right, know. like there's definitely times when you you go to do something like I mean we've definitely talked about the like while sprinting when you hit crouch where you're so used to going into a slide. Yeah, and this game just doesn't do that. You're so used to mantling when you try to jump on something. This game doesn't do that. You don't automatically move up ladders. You have to hit a button that takes you into a, a little ladder animation. That does bother me. I wish I could you have to jump walk out of it to the ladder. Yeah, yeah I wish I could just into run it. into the ladder and move up it. Yeah, because that's what I do in real life. Obviously, I'm not like okay. I have to convert to ladder climbing mode. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you just like to fucking change walk your up shoes. Now I do, but that's because I'm insanely accident prone. And you've got a club foot. Yeah, it doesn't help. Uh, but cool, let's go ahead and move on. I think we've talked about this uh, enough. Um, yeah. If some crazy stuff happens, you know, we'll probably keep talking about this for the next uh, couple shows or something uh, yep. in this section, but probably not as deep as this. We have some good stuff still to come this month, so um, definitely buckle up for that. Definitely. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and transition into uh, the monthly games. So these are... Uh, the games that you're subscribing to, uh, games with gold, PlayStation right. Plus, or the games you're not subscribing to, and you're just like, hey, I like free stuff, um, which uh, would be from the Epic Game Store. But we'll go ahead and start yeah. with games with gold. Go ahead, man. So um, this month's games with gold, of course, as always, they do like a marquee game on the Xbox One that is the entire month, so that's available already. Um, and then they do, <laughs> excuse me, still a little sick. God damn. They also do, like, uh, a second game that starts halfway through this month and goes into halfway in the next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the main game, available all of November, is Sherlock Holmes' The Devil's Daughter. Um, this was kind of... I don't really know if we talked about it in the news section or anything, but um, this had, like, vanished from the stores when... Um, the I guess the company left their old publisher and they got their stuff back or something. Huh. Um, these are the guys that made uh, Sinking City. Oh yeah. So they had like a big falling out with um, that publisher who then went on to publish uh, Call of Cthulhu. Um, so there's like I don't know. There's some weird like drama in the background That's going fun. on there. That's fun. Yeah. Thinking about like how they had the falling out and they created uh, the Sinking City and then the other which is a much better form. <laughs> yeah, and then they Cthulhu. created Call of Cthulhu is like that's fun. It seems like a big like middle finger. It is it, well, it's weird because like 
so the Sinking City was going to be the Call of Cthulhu, right? It was their right. Call of Cthulhu licensed game or what? I don't know if you have to get the license anymore, but that was the whole goal of it. And then they were taking too long, so the publisher was like, you know what? We're going to pull the game from you and give it to somebody else. And then that other studio managed to finish and put the game out first. Which is like, I mean, there's a reason that the, the Call of Cthulhu game is significantly worse than the Sinking City game. Yeah. But that literally ruined an entire, like, long-term working relationship and everything. It's yeah. very weird. I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100% rough. sure what happened and why that happened. But, uh, same studio, The Devil's Daughter. It's still pretty much full price. So that implies that it was a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> like I said, at, for a while it wasn't really available. So it's cool that it's back. Xbox is just handing them out like candy. So definitely grab that. Uh, the other Xbox One game. From 11.16 to 12.15, so halfway through this month to halfway through next month, the final station, which is, uh, you're on, like, a train, and there's, like, zombies, I guess. Um, this is something I've been really interested in playing, and just never really got to it. Um, so it's kind of like, how do I want to, I want to describe it as, like, Snowpiercer, but in a post-apocalypse with infected zombies, rather than snow, I guess. Okay. So, um, if you're big into trains, this is a good one for you. Yeah, if you're a train aficionado. This right, is if you're a numtot, your if you're in the uh, numtot group on Facebook, you're going to love it. Um, from the first of the month to the 15th, the original Xbox, you got Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. That is a very average one. I was like, let's go ahead and get a temperature reading on this. How do we feel? Very average um, and then also uh, from 11.16 to 11.30, the back half of the month, uh, Joyride Turbo on the 360. Kind of like a, uh, almost like a, a Hot Wheels racing game, sort of. Yeah. Like it's like a weird stunt thing with like loop-de-loop tracks and shit like that. So again, the, the older games are usually it's just kind of Microsoft showing off about their backwards compatibility and then selling you something that no sane person would spend money on at this point <laughs> right yeah but it's, i mean it's a good flex <laughs> i mean yeah grim's general thought on this in the chat he's not happy with this yeah. month's games with gold um i i can't i can't get a reading because the two xbox one games they're something that just straight up not on my radar well so, the sherlock holmes one is kind of cool like they could definitely do better than that but it's fine okay um and the final station you've the final said station has been available for a long time. It's relatively cheap. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, but it, it is one of those things we see it a lot of times where um, quiet month. Yeah, they, like either they like to take a game that is pretty new and surprise you with it, mm-hmm. or they like to take a game that is either um, they're working on something new so you can get their old product in your hand, or something right. that's like okay. This thing has been out for a while, and maybe that studio is working on something new. So let's get there, even though it's a completely different game, their old product in your hands. So right, and I, I kind of see product. that with the Sherlock Holmes game. Where, yeah. So not only was it not available for a little bit, so it's just kind of like a reintroduction to the store. Uh, it's fully owned by the studio that made it now. So they've, you know, they're the ones that hold it and not the publisher right. that they lost the relationship with. And then also... Um, 
you know, they've recently, I guess earlier this year, you know, put out Sinking City. So it's kind of one of those that's like, hey, if you like their new one, check out their, their previous big release. So I'm down. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely play it. It might take me 16 years to get to it, but yeah. it's on the list. You know? I'll just yeah, throw it at the bottom of that list that's yeah. about six pages long now. So we can scoot along to uh, the PS Plus, which, as Graham also said, he's a little more happy with that, and I think I know why, but it's also not particularly good. And I think that's just because so many like big releases are coming out that they don't want to draw anybody's attention away from their main shit. Right. You know? Right. So, so. Uh, yeah, with PlayStation Plus, uh, we're looking at uh, November, of course, 2019, PlayStation Plus, uh, giving you two PlayStation uh, games. They're supposed to be bigger games, and this month they do feel a bit bigger. Yeah. Um, so the first game that they're uh, showing off is Neo. Uh, Neo is the uh, like RPG kind of action adventure. It's um, like Samurai Dark Souls. Samurai stuff. Dark Souls esque game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of paths you can go down. You can also join in and play this with friends. Um, there's a lot of different weapons that fit that uh, time period, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, and they even have some cool range stuff in here that's not just like uh, like elemental magic. They also have like uh, shurikens, bows, rifles. So it is a bit different. You have to approach it... Uh, a little different than what you'd expect. Uh, I say, yeah. for sure, if you have PlayStation Plus, download this game. If you're even remotely into anything Dark Souls-oriented, yeah, play this. Um, yeah. And we have Neo 2 um, on the horizon. I can't remember what date that comes out. Let me see. Um, yeah, this is definitely one of those, like we just said, one where it's like, hey, the new one's coming out. Check out the old one. Yeah, this one says that it's... Just slated for 2020. We don't have an actual date yet. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's a pretty good get. It's a little older than I think a lot of people are, like, thinking about. You know, Mm -hmm. like, keep in mind, this is like, I think this came out in, like, 2017. Yeah. So it's been a little bit. Um, The other game that pre-show we talked about probably should have been uh, an October game. Uh, But here we are. It's going to be a good old festive fall game. Um, Outlast 2. Nothing yeah. weird about that. Um, yeah, Outlast 2, um, again, puts you in the role of someone who basically just has to run for their life and document the whole thing. Right. Um, you narrowly escape, uh, as I'm reading here, narrowly escaping death uh, in a helicopter crash. You set out, uh, or you're set out into the this rundown village um, where this group, I believe the group was called Temple's Gate. Um okay are basically these, like, uh, it's basically a religious cult. And for the most, uh, for the majority of the time, you're trying to locate your partner, which she was the person you were filming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get glimpses of her several times as you kind of run through. And Yikes. it's fucking horrifying. Everything from, like, it's all very, very, like, backwater or... Um, yeah, it's almost like, like um, it's it was going for a similar thing of what uh, Resident Evil Seven, uh, yeah, Seven did, yeah, yeah, where it's very like by you and it's like they have like um, 
a lot of high grass. They feel like they're in the middle of no- you feel mm. like you're in the middle of nowhere, even though you're in this town that looks like a like nailed together shanty town. Right. Um, and they're all doing fucked up stuff. So uh, yeah, this is this is one that I would highly recommend playing if you're into anything horror. Uh, these ones are good. Yeah. Um, so these ones will be hitting uh, the store uh, here on Fifth. November fifth. Um, they'll be here until December 3rd, but as of now, if you're watching this live, you can still pop back and pick up Last of Us Remastered and MLB, uh, the show 19 for free, uh, available until the 4th. Um, so pretty good stuff, I think, with these two. It still feels weird that we're not getting, you know, the PlayStation 3 games and the Vita games anymore. Um, yeah. But we are getting, I think, some quality games. These ones, I think, are pretty quality. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's just the fact that they took something away, I think, is the problem. It's not that they've significantly gone up or down in quality or anything. It's just that we used to get more, and right. now we get less, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of those games that we previously would get would be uh, cross-compatible. Like, you can play this Vita game on your PS4. The PS3 game works on your PS4. Right. Um, but just not the not the way it went. So, I mean, I'm not unhappy with it. It's just, I mean, even Games with Gold gets four games, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, they're releasing, like, original Xbox games over here. So there's, like, there's no excuse to not have something cool going on, you know? Yeah, I, I think they're going to, you know, swing back with um, doing a bit more of that when we get to next generation. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, here's some PS4 games that you can have and they work on, you know whatever the next gen console is called probably ps5 yeah um but cool uh we'll also uh let you know a little bit about the games over on the epic game store if you're unaware epic game store if you have a pc or even if you don't have a pc you just have access to a computer and you want to build a library right um go create an epic games uh account and uh sign in every about two weeks they release two free games um the first one that they're releasing from Double Find is Costume Quest. Um, this one's actually really cool. Like a little turn-based uh, Halloween uh, like trick-or-treating game where, you know, it's very, very Tim Shaver. It's really good. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like... You, it's almost like kids playing with their imagination. Yeah. So that one's super good. And then one that I haven't played as much... Um, that's also free for this next. Uh, when did you? When did we write down that this wraps up? Right around uh, the seventh. The seventh, right? Yeah. Sixth, sixth. The the new ones start on the seventh. The old ones end on the sixth. Yep. Um, but probably the bigger of the two games, uh, Soma. Yeah. I don't know too much about that game. I I, I know I Soma it was the follow up to um. Uh, it's fractional frictional games. They did uh. Uh, what was the one with the droopy face guy? It's like a big horror thing to really took off. What? Frictional games. Let me look at I know what game you're talking about, but it's not coming. Like, it's not. Yeah. Um, uh, amnesia. Yep. Yeah. It's like, there it is. So um, they did Amnesia 1 and 2, and then they did Soma. Um, Soma's like sort of, uh, am- it's sort of like Amnesia, but in like a Bioshocky setting. It's underwater. Yeah. This facility, and there's like weird shit going on at the end. The end. 
It also has a like walkthrough mode that's like less. Yeah, like it, less intensive. Less like, enemies. Yeah, like it's just to kind of explore the environments and see what the story is and stuff. So that's pretty cool. I'm probably going to check it out just for that reason alone. And to give you guys a look at what's coming seventh uh, to the fourteenth, we have uh, Nuclear Throne and uh, Runer, which Runer is really Runer is cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I already own that, and I'm really pleased with that game. So, um, but yeah, all of this is for free. You don't have to subscribe to anything. You just have to have an account, and you can build a library. I know mine is already like I have probably like twenty eight games or something now. Mm. Uh, so yeah, pretty pretty good, guys. Um, go. Uh, Definitely go grab those. Yeah. All right. So uh, those are all the monthlies. We're going to go ahead and jump into the games releasing. But before that, if you guys get the chance, uh, swing on over to uh, where you're watching this. If you're watching the live stream, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. To check out all the top news and video game stuff. Talk with us about everything we pretty much talk about here and more there first. Um, we appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. We're putting out some other content over there as well. So, um, yeah, we appreciate all the retweets on that as well. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into the games releasing. Uh, these games are releasing November 4th through the 10th, and we actually have quite a few. Yeah. Um, so we'll go ahead and start on Tuesday the 5th. All right, so we're starting out with, I know, everybody's game of the year. Something oh, you've really been looking forward yeah. to. Just Dance 2020. All right, there it is. This bitch is still coming out on the Wii. It's still coming out on the Wii? It like, is. I don't know what to tell you at this point. <laughs> if they, like, I think we said this, I, it was probably, like, six years ago. But if they make, like, three sales on this on the Wii. That's a win. That is a massive win. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> can't really blame them. The, like, the ease of making this game has to be, like, this is something like, hey, we need to make the new one. Okay, yeah, we'll just go ahead and, you know, we have the rights to the song. We had a team working on that. So, uh, let's just, you know, record someone doing the dance and then put it all in. Right? Yeah. Just reuse everything. It's fine. Um, but, I mean, like, Ubisoft still puts this out at literally every E3 showing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they have a they, big thing on it every it's year. It's usually a big marquee thing. I mean, this game must make a ton of money. I don't really to. understand how. Yeah. Especially because, again, this is kind of like uh, Guitar Hero or things like that. Yeah. One of the reasons that those games were kind of hard to make going forward is that you had to license all the songs. So, like, you'll remember that Guitar Hero 1 was all covers. So, they, like, they got to write the yeah. rights to play the song, but they did not get the rights to do. Like, they didn't get the masters. They were just allowed to cover the song, which is a lot cheaper. Yeah. So like, and a lot more work. I, I mean, is it? To cover it? Nah, I mean, you just have to hire a studio band or whatever. Yeah. I mean, It's a lot I, cheaper. But it's cheaper, but, you, I mean, then you have to go through the whole process of, like, basically remaking the whole thing. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's the same amount of work anyways, because you still have to go and plan out what every single note's going to be, and easy, medium, hard, super hard. I don't know. It was it was a lot easier to do covers. That's all I know. Um, but uh, you know, they started getting super expensive because they had to license all this really good like classic rock that was suddenly like super popular, right? Yeah. I imagine Just Dance is doing the same thing, but they get contemporary stuff. I mean, they get like songs that are on the radio. Yeah. You know what I, I mean, I mean so it, it has to be mega expensive to make it. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they can go. Hey, I mean that that is kind of a thing. Like, if I wonder how many songs are like, hey, they were in. You know, they had a song or a couple songs in our game last year. So we'll, they'll give us a discount or something. Yeah. So like yeah. maybe like maybe they got some good exposure from it or whatever. Mm. I don't know. It's. It's interesting that this is still going. Yeah. Good for them, though, I guess. Bad for us when E3 comes around. We're like, God damn it, get through it. Oh, cool. Another one of these. Thanks, Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another one of these. <laughs> speaking of Speaking of 2020. Of these, yeah. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Tokyo 2020 on the Switch. Coming straight from Nintendo themselves. You know what they do. I mean, they do it. So this year. is this is their... Like, I don't understand. This game's weird because it's like, I guess it's every two years, right? They have Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, really. Just make it additional Mario Party games and charge, you know, 15 bucks or whatever for a DLC. I don't know. Yeah, I it's it's interesting that they still... Like, I thought we saw the end of these on the actual... Like, on the Wii. Yeah, but you would you would have thought. <laughs> they're not even... Not. They're not even saying, like, the Summer Olympic Games anymore. They're just saying the Olympic Games. or They're not saying, like, winter. Yeah, the thing that's the weirdest about me is that the majority of what they're doing are not even Olympic Games. It's just Mario Party-style shit, like you said. I mean, it's, you know, they have, like, they run track and field or whatever, but they're not using real Olympians' names or anything. Like, I don't don't understand what the purpose of the games is. And it's, like, it's the same sports. Party games, mini-games, I guess. Like... Okay, so winter sports and summer sports are the same every time. Every once in a while, a new sport's added or whatever, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. I I do see that there was some skateboarding stuff in this, which is being added to the Olympics, which is yeah. weird for me. Um, it's fine, I guess. I'm just yeah. not super into it. I don't really understand why these games need to be made. When you could just make Mario Party better. <laughs> you know? Was Mario Party bad? I, I, I've never been a Mario. The most Party recent player. one on Switch was not great. Okay, I knew they were doing some cool stuff technically with the game. Like, yeah, with like drawing connections between screens. And stuff. That only yeah. works if you have like six people that all bought the game, though. Okay. <laughs> so it's like your investment goes from you know I have a Switch, I bought the new Mario Party. It was sixty bucks, right? Right. So like when I have people over, my friends and I can play it, and it, my total investment was the cost of the Switch and the cost of the game. If you want to do the thing where you're connecting three or four switches together, your cost double, triple, quadruple, you know what I mean? Yeah. To have the same amount of fun. It's true. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Anyways, speaking of, uh, nope. Nope. There. Don't have one. You can't all segue, folks. Yep. Not Sometimes all of you just got to move along. I'm super excited. This is probably going to be my game of the year. Good God. <laughs> and this is, again, one that I'll play for like 15 years. Uh, Planet Zoo is finally coming to a full release from Frontier Developments, the guys that did Planet Coaster, of course. And they were actually the, one of the studios that made the original uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. And yeah. Zoo Tycoon, I believe. So, I know you've spent some time with this game already. Yes, so I played the... I don't know if they were calling it a beta or an alpha. Um, early Access? Early Access? I don't really know. But it, it oh. was it was a limited time period. It was like um, September 22nd through let me look at some dates so i can see if i can prove it it was like september 23rd to october 4th and it's like that's super weird that they would only have a limited window like that when they could have just left it open and had like way more player feedback right yeah Uh, because kind of the point is like to 
to do bug testing. That's the point of early access, right? Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of a weird choice. The mode was very limited, like the options of what you could play, which is to be expected. Mm-hmm. But um, regardless, it had me super excited to play more. Um, I'm really excited to do all the like pre-programmed missions and stuff, because they have like really cool zoos set up that you just kind of come in and fix up a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm going to be having a ton of fun with this one. Yeah, no, I mean, this looks really cool. Um, like, I was super into, and I played a lot of, like, Two Point Hospital. That was really fun. Yep. Um, this is a lot more, like, they're a lot more focused on, like, realism. It's so, the, so uh, much. The planet games. Yeah, so much, like, deeper. Yeah. It's yeah. super, I mean, like, so much so that you're going to have to, like, temperature control the environments that your animals live in. You have to, like, set up correct pathing for people to get from place to place. Uh, do, guests don't like to see the keeper like they don't like to see employee buildings so you kind of try to hide them and stuff like it's just yeah. so much more in depth <coughs> huh. so it's really fascinating yeah i mean we were seeing some stuff here on the live stream of like like building up your environment so mm-hmm. it's like oh cool we have a path but the area up there was much higher so let's kind of raise up the land here like build it up so we can create like a cool like uh like concessions area like between you know this exhibit and this exhibit um yeah all that looks really cool so for sure and i mean it hasn't been a uh hasn't been like a long time i feel like we've been getting these pretty steadily like not like sims yeah yeah Yeah. sims sims are really coming back um and that might just be what we've been playing you know yeah i mean like i am super into sims yeah. Like that's that's kind of how I got started, uh, literally the Sims, and then also you know, I played the original Roller Coaster Tycoon, the original Zoo Tycoon, yeah. stuff like that. So it's definitely like something that I'm really interested in. But they are really having a renaissance as well. Yeah, and um, I mean we're getting other things too. Like getting, I, I remember we would get like they had a lot of tycoon games. They had like Prison Tycoon. They had yeah. um, like. Like Landlord Tycoon. Yeah, they had like so many different like tycoon Hospital games. Tycoon, Dungeon um, Tycoon. But they're doing other things now, like the like the skateboarding games that I've been talking about for the better part of a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Sims. They're Sim games. Yeah, it's a skateboarding simulation. It's not. It's past like. It's very physics based. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's. I mean, it's a different style, of course, but yeah, I mean, we even saw like what uh microsoft did a flight sim game for the first time in like ever it's been it's coming out next year right forever yeah so that was pretty cool for sure um so yeah i'm really excited for this one it's it's super in-depth again like the weakness of the planet game so planet coaster planet zoo their main weakness is that it's a little too technical Mm -hmm. and it makes it kind of hard to play and enjoy but it's not just if that's what you're looking for i mean yeah, you can't do better. Yeah. Um, so, very excited about that. Cool. Um, as well, coming out on Tuesday the 5th, uh, finally coming to PC from Rockstar. We don't have a video or anything, just Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. Um, it's pretty cool that that's coming out for PC. We saw earlier, I think it was probably like a week or two ago, some uh, actual gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. And people were like, holy shit. Um, so, it might be the definitive way to play that game. If I mean, that's, really that's pretty much story. always true, right? Yeah. Like, the PC version is always, like, the best version. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it'll... 
definitely get some traction. It came a lot faster than like GTA did to PC. Mm-hmm. So I think Rockstar is really trying to like, you know, fix that pipeline a little bit and make it a little more usable, I guess. Yeah, giving yeah. everyone access to the thing uh, that they make. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so we'll jump over to Friday the eighth. Uh, first, we have uh, coming from Kojima Productions for PS4, Death Stranding. Hell yeah, this is probably the release of this time period, right? Um, certainly going to be the biggest one of the week. Um, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, but between all the games that are coming out, this has to be the big boy. Um, I have not watched that trailer that Kojima was like, hey, don't go watch that. I don't know if this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, but This is a hell of a trailer. And again, this actually might be one where you want to like avert your eyes until we're done, because... Yeah, like you said, this is something where like Kojima was like, "Hey, if you trust me, don't watch it because this is gonna have some spoilers." Yeah, and and I still have no idea what this game is about. Um, I mean, there's been some reviews. So the embargoes dropped on Friday, so that would be the first, I guess. Right. Um, where like people they aren't allowed to talk about story specific things, but they're allowed to talk about the game in general. Yeah, like gameplay mechanics and how things kind of like right work. Um. Yeah, I know a few people who are actually playing it. I saw mm. a few people on my friends list yesterday when I was playing Outer Worlds that were nice. playing it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's super cool. Like, that... Uh, we've made it this far, and there's still that question. Yeah, I mean, they've done a great job of controlling the information flow. I think also there is the fact that it's Kojima, so even if you had played the game 100% of the way through and seen everything, you still wouldn't know what the fuck's going on. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I feel like there's going to be people who finish that game and they're going to be like, hey, what? (laughs) Yeah. So I need to look up a wiki on this. Really? This is a game where you need to be like reading along with what you're doing while you're doing it. Yeah. Because it's like, I really don't understand what the fuck you just said, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... So, for sure, you're going to be picking it up, right? On the 8th? Yeah, yeah. I, probably after this, I'm just going to order it from Amazon. Yeah. And see when I get it. Yeah, it's, like... I don't really like the way that Kojima games play. Like, I've never liked any of the Metal Gear Solid games. Obviously, I didn't play uh, Revengeance or anything. Mm-hmm. So, like... I like I, I want to wait until this game is in its like perfect form. I want to let it get a few patches, wait and see if there's going to be any DLC or anything, which probably not, but you know, never know. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to wait definitely wait until there's like a lot of like tips and tricks guides out there so I never get stuck anywhere because I mean, this is something where like like I've really been following like critics and like game media discussions because it's just I I'm not super into them. And I'm not going to go out of my way to go get one that's going to be even weirder than normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. I think it's doing something really cool from what I've heard, but I just can't hitch my 60 bucks to it just yet, you know? Sure. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, during this time period, this is the best time period to do that. Um, yeah, because there's so much other stuff. It's not like I'm just sitting playing nothing because I'm waiting for this game to be better. Like... I have right. so much other shit to do. And on top of that, we're going to have a Black Friday sale coming right. up pretty soon. We'll probably see this drop by... 10 15 10 15 bucks. Um, yep. And then you can pick it up and you can feel better about your purchase. Right. So... Which, um, that's what I'm sort of planning on doing. Definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, I'm probably going to do that with Star Wars since I know you're... Yeah, we're doing the opposite. Like, you're going to be on this day one. I'm going to be on Star Wars day one. And I feel like we've been pretty good about that. So, that's a good reason to, you know, check out what we're doing because we try to cover the spectrum. I try to make sure that I'm playing something. You know, a lot of times we do cross. You know, there's things that we have to play. Like, we're both going to be playing Pokemon. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Um, Pokemons. But there are other things that we play that we really try to keep everything separate so yeah um if anybody yeah, wants to send I, us review code of that that's fine <laughs> definitely take it um boner pills 69 at gmail.com thanks I, at, oh god someone someone is don't do that. that yeah someone's gonna be like oh, i'm joking cool um but uh <laughs> yeah death stranding coming out here on uh this upcoming friday uh, next, we have one that we Ooh, debated boy. on even way more here. excited for this. Uh, it is Jumanji, the video game coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC from a yeah, damn boy is that band Namco, damn Band Jam Namcam, yep, Bandai Namco. Cam. Um, what if the amazing if, if Jack Black's amazing character model doesn't get you into this game, nothing's going to, correct? Um, so let's recap. So this is a game that's based on a movie that, that's based the movie on a has board a game. game that's based on a movie. Oh, no, yeah. Jack Black's in the game. Oh, yeah. Jack Black. He's right there. Yeah. Look at him pushing that belly out. I think that's going to be my final form as an adult, looking like Jack Black. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, this game looks absolutely horrible. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's a long one. Grim said he's picking this up. Is that what he said? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Let us know how it is. Um. Stay up late that night to call the next day off of work. Yeah, I called it. It does look like a four player, you know, just kind of adventure. Yeah, it looks like a bad, um, um, what was that one on Xbox? Fusion Frenzy. It looks like Fusion Frenzy, but the same quality of graphics as on the original Xbox. <laughs> I mean, these guys, you know, everybody's got to have a job. You know what I mean? Everyone needs a job. I'm not talking shit on these developers. This is a yeah, bad definitely. concept. They got a, good, like, they got a good license and they got paid. I'm fine with that. Sure. But this game looks like it sucks. Sorry. I mean, if they can, if they would have made this in VR. Okay, hold on. That's something right there. I'd play that. You get, I mean, the whole point of the, the new movies is you get pulled into the video game. I mean, if you put on a headset and get in pulled the into the fucking video game. Imagine starting the game and you're dropping from the sky. You're just free-falling. Yeah. And when you land, you're just like, oh, I'm that character. You know what I mean? That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, that'd be something. Just run around. Sure. Do the rocks, facial expressions. I could be. I could definitely play a game as The Rock. Yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, so that was fun. Let's move on to a game that uh, I, I I keep. I this feel is like one I'm that like this, for, this game tricks you. Off. It does. It tricks you. <clears throat> and uh, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC from EA, Need for Speed Heat. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason it tricks you. Is because there are there have been past games that were really successful, past games that were not so successful. So every new game that you see has this illusion that it's kind of successful. Yeah. And you're like, it, this looks really cool. It's like nighttime street racing. But what 
exactly are you able to do? I, I haven't seen anything other than menus and then racing a circuit. Yeah. Okay, That's, I do see a map there. Okay, so this is open. I mean, it's open to an extent, but I mean, again, and, this is like I'm I'm not really into racing games, although those are also very simmy, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm well, kind of surprised that there's not one that I'm super into, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's I don't know. I don't know what they could do at this point that get me interested. They can't, right? They'd have to make another like. They'd have to make a full budget Burnout Paradise, basically. Yeah, what would they have to do to get you into a racing game? I don't know. At just, this point, it's just too late, I think. I mean, for me, it, I think it's a little easier. I played a lot of racing games growing up. Mm. And, I mean, I, I feel like everyone had to play a racing game growing up. I mean, what was... Was there a racing game that you played growing up at all? Mario Kart. Just Mario Kart? <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, pretty much. back on... Diddy Kong Racing. Back on PlayStation 1, I played Jet Moto and Sledstorm. Of course, I played Mario Kart. Um, and there was a ton of others, like Destruction Derby, which was kind of a racing game. And then as it got like closer, like I remember getting Burnout 1, a lot of the Need for Speeds, including Underground, which mm. is Underground and Underground 2 are the ones that like we want to capture. But I think that one's really through uh, rose-colored glasses. Yeah. So... Uh, Grim was noting that they released uh, on Spotify the playlist for this game, uh, mm. which is kind of cool. They they also did some other stuff. You can actually create your own custom car right now, like right now before the game's out, in an app, um, and then you can import that car into your fi- like full game. Huh. I, I don't know what that takes, uh, what you have to unlock to make that happen, but I know that's something you can do. That's cool. Yeah, it's something. Sure. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, again, coming out Friday, uh, November 8th. And the final thing, we're not going to super cover this cause I'm not interested. And also it's like a deluxe version of a game that's already out. Uh, new super lucky's tale on the switch. You're not a big super lucky's guy. Uh, no, oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I learned something today. Mm, did you? <laughs> Sorry, dog. Um, yeah, I mean, Super Lucky's Tales available on like PC, Steam, Epic, whatever. It's been played. I think it's on console. This is just the Switch version has some additional content. Isn't whatever, there as far one, as I can tell? There's one called like Bugsy as well, too, right? Or Bubsy? Is that the same thing? Are they the same thing? I don't think no they're idea. the same thing. It's a 3D platformer. Right. Uh, I played it's one of these on guy. the Oculus. <laughs> Well, I played one something like this on the Oculus, and it was fun on the Oculus. Okay. You know things that are not fun to play. You know that I wouldn't find fun to play on, um, you know, like a standard console or even like the Switch or something. I find it actually be fun on the Oculus. Yeah. It can be something pretty simple, and I think it's because it's like a new technology, and I'm just surprised that I have something strapped literally to my eye holes. Sure. Yeah. That's new. Cool. Uh, so those are all the games coming out. Some of the bigger ones to uh, point out. Uh, we have Planet Zoo hitting PC uh, on Tuesday the 5th, as well as Red Dead Redemption 2. And then on the 8th, we have Need for Speed Heat uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Death Stranding for PS4. 
Uh, there is anything, of course, that we missed, uh, feel free. Let us know. You can let us know in the comments below. Or drop us a line over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, We'll be more than happy to, uh, you know, chat and look up that, you know, chat about that game on our next show. But speaking of that, we do have one that we missed. Yeah, so this was actually, again, like always, this was the game that I had been kind of following. And then it just, like, came out. It wasn't on, like, release charts. We usually, we use a couple different release charts, but primarily, like, Game Informer, just to call them out and say that they fuck up big time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, this game's called Bruckel. Uh, it's named after a village in Germany. Germany? Um, Sounds right. But basically, um, it's... Uh, so I'm going to the main website here. Mm-hmm. It is made by a guy that I believe works at a university or something in Columbus, Ohio. Cool. And the, basically, the story is about his uh, grandmother... Uh, it's a first-person exploration game centered around the memories of Bia Verlinden, the grandmother of Belgian game designer Bob de Schutter. Uh Players visit the abandoned Bruckel farmhouse and use their smartphone camera to illustrate Bia's authentic stories. As time passes, the house takes players on an emotional journey through some of the traumatic events that she lived through. A game for fans of Gone Home, Silent Hill, This War of Mine, Firewatch, Layers of Fear, uh, Stranger Things... Um, so we see these, uh, hopefully we're watching the trailer here. Like, yep. um, it's available on steam only for right now. Um, it refers to the village. It's a muddy area with high quality silt underground. Perfect for farming potatoes. <laughs> um, she lived there in an old farmhouse that was built prior to 1315 and became a protected monument more recently. Oh, but yeah. Basically. Um, so Flemish, English, Dutch, German, Italian, Spanish, Russian. I'm wondering if... Uh, so the, the audio recording of the game. So the woman herself is like narrating you through the game. And the audio is about five hours long in total. Um, they said it's it's all based on actual stuff that happened to her. It's basically her, her place being... Um, so there's a quote here on the website. They were sitting in a shelter... When a German soldier barged in and ordered them to flee, stay away from Brückel. We are going to light it on fire, and everyone inside will die. Hmm. It's like a quote from her life. God damn! So um, you're kind of seeing the it in the modern day, and then flashing back to the past. It's pretty much made by a very small team. Um, I think it was like one guy. Um, That's pretty small team, yeah pretty small team but it's a uh, super interesting um yeah it looks like it has some spooky vibes i wouldn't say it's, it's got some spooky vibes it's not really a horror game a horror game because right. i feel like the spooky is going to be kind of um it's gonna like maybe fall short just a little bit mm-hmm. you know it's not gonna feel um it's not it's not gonna hit those notes as something like like silent hill or resident evil or anything like that but right um i think it'll have some unsettling kind of like more eye-opening suspense yeah. very interesting okay it was at uh, miami university in oxford ohio ah. uh impressive yeah. bob yeah. DeShutter, professor there um but yeah super super interesting definitely definitely Cool. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move right along into uh, this week's news. Uh, 
this week's news is a lot of it's going to be centered around one of the big events that happened this week. So we're going to save that for last. Um, so we'll hit you with all the we'll other hit, interesting news first. Yeah, some of the other interesting slash weird things. Um, yeah, so, the first one is interesting slash weird. Yes. Uh, so um, according to an announcement, and I believe I was talking to Grim a bit about this earlier in the week, mm-hmm. um, Xbox does have a... Um, like a program, it, the Xbox All Access, it gives you an Xbox One console, over 100 games um, with online multiplayer, and an upgrade option. So what yeah. this is, um, is for us U.S. players and U.K. players, uh, you can choose between an Xbox One X, Xbox One S, or an Xbox One S All Digital Edition bundle. Uh, you do this through uh, one of the participating retailers. Um, let me see if I can find one of them. It's or, a game in um, the UK or also a Smith's Toys Online. Smith, uh, US um, online only from Amazon. Yep. And in Australia at Tel, Telstra. Telstra? 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 Telstra. Telstra. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, you go into the participating retailer... Uh, sign up for the program. Decide what bundle that you want. Um, Australia bundle, they can also choose the Xbox One X Forza Horizon bundle or the One S Forza Horizon bundle. Um, it also comes with a controller. It comes with a 24-month membership to the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, that's a lot of games. Um, and you get a lot of the new first-party games. Uh, as well... <laughs> You have an option to upgrade, uh, meaning here have my old Xbox One X, S, or variation, um, and give me the new Xbox, you know, what is it, Project Scarlet console? Once yeah, it's whatever, whatever the new console is when it comes out. In holiday of 2020. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting. Now, um, there are a few other things you just uh how it works you go to like i said join the program just visit a retailer select the console um you qualify with our financing partner which is citizens bank in the u.s mm. uh Klarin in the uk and telstra in australia once approved complete your purchase with the retailer once you signed up and brought your console home it's time to you know you can sit down and game finally um but here in uh, I know they have that in a lot of places, but we have uh, some places called uh, Aaron's. And uh, what are some of those other ones? I know Aaron's. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Rent-A-Center? Rent-A-Center, yeah. Um, and uh, it is like the exact same thing. You yeah. don't technically own any of this stuff. You're not like really buying it. Right. right, you're leasing access to it basically until yeah. you've paid it off and then you own it. Is that true? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't see that. Well, it's like a rent to own scheme. Yeah, I didn't know if it was rent to own or it was just rent and then when you're done paying, you have to give all the shit back. Like a car. Yeah. Uh, well, on the upgrade version, that's true, right? Because <laughs> you like give it back to them when you get the new one. Right. So, um, just for a comparison here, this is only in... Uh, this is for the U.S. version. So, I'm looking at it on... Um, Amazon? On Amazon. So, yeah, the $30.99 a month for 24 months totals out to $744. Eesh. 
um, that you do get the 24-month Game Pass Ultimate, which is 15 a month. Yeah, 15 a month anyway. So the normal cost of the console, so an Xbox, whoops, Xbox One X price is 500. Is that still true? So we got. <laughs> That seems high. It just like straight up like shocked yourself. God damn, are we still paying that much right now? I got it cheaper than that. Um, but uh, so so we also got fifteen a month times twenty four plus five hundred. You do actually save money. Really? Plus you get the new fucking console. So it is a deal. Wait a minute. Am I gonna go sell my Xbox and? Uh, am I? <laughs> well, you gotta remember. You always got to go with the Xbox One. You definitely, if you're doing this, you might. You, there's no point. You got to get the One S. Don't yeah. get the One S. Don't get the all digital One S. Just pay the thirty bucks because you're gonna need that extra six teraflops of graphical processing power. I just right. wanted to say teraflops. Is that teraflops. A, is that's a real thing, right? Sure. There's the science behind that that I don't know. That's a great question. That's <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, it's funny to me every time. I don't know why. It's um, really interesting. So how much? How much do you save? Uh, so what? So it's uh, if you bought the console outright new, it's five hundred. They claim. I think you can do better than that. But I, you definitely whatever. can. You, you're gonna get this thing um, for like three ninety nine. Plus, uh, Game Pass Ultimate is fifteen a month, right? Yeah. So those added together is eight hundred and sixty. And I said it was Damn. like eight hundred and forty. Or seven hundred and forty for the twenty-four month lease. So I guess that that's uh, you save about hundred, a little more than hundred and twenty, hundred thirty bucks. And that's going forward with the assumption that you are going to be owning this at some point. At the end, I believe you own it. But what happens when you upgrade to the Scarlet? You no longer own that old console. You've upgraded to the new console. Yeah, you send in your One X, and, and then, then they send you a Scarlet. Uh huh, and then or, you got to continue yeah. paying for the time after to keep the scar. Well, from paying. from what I understand, or um, is it like so? Enjoy the option to upgrade to the next Xbox console after the equivalent of whatever many payments. Get the next Xbox console with a new all access purchase from the same retail partner where you joined, and trade in the console originally purchased with Xbox All Access. Right. So you go to the same. Re- so in this case, I would go back to Amazon. I would trade in my console, get the next Xbox console with an all-new Xbox all-access purchase. So I believe you trade it in for the equivalent cost of whatever's left. So they cut off your one that you're currently doing. It ends. And then they have a used Xbox One X to sell, right? Right. And then you sign up for a new you sign up for a new payment plan on the new one when it comes out. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm looking for. You would. So sign I mean, up you for do actually, new... you do save money in the in the cost of the run on getting the console as it is, and then there is going to be a new all access deal when the new Xbox comes out. But yeah, I'm not I'm not finding anything where it says at the end you have to give it back. I think you own it when you're done. All right. Here. Um... After making the equivalent of 18 payments, check your upgrade eligibility. Special promotions. I'm looking for like in the Q and A if there's like. Yeah, I don't. I, I, that's oh. what I'm looking for. I don't. I don't think you're renting it. I think you give it right back when you're done. Or uh, when you're when you're done, you keep it. You don't have to give it back when you're done. 
Interesting. I mean, if so, that's you only have one of these deals per customer, so you can't but do a bunch of them. You do have to make. It says after making equivalent of eighteen payments. Yeah, so you'll eligible. be late getting to the new one because it's theoretically going to come out pretty much exactly a year from now. So you right? have to make a couple sixty dollar payments to be able to catch up because it says the equivalent of. It doesn't say you have to make all of the payments. Yeah, that's true. You might have to make a lump payment to do the upgrade, maybe. Yeah, like when you come in like, oh, hey, right. you know, I need to make But this. with the 1X, it's uh, a 12-month console upgrade option. for That's a limited time thing. I'm oh. not sure how much longer that's going to be going. Let me see here. But with the other two, it is an 18-month update option. But you get the 24 months that's of true. Xbox Game Pass either way. Yeah, so if you got on this right now... This is actually a great deal to do right now. Wow. I would, I, actually, I I would recommend to, this. I expected to shit on this. Yeah, you always do. But Microsoft has such big dick energy in this field that they can... Again, they can take the loss. Because they're getting guaranteed money from you every month. You have Xbox Game Pass included, so they're getting guaranteed Game Pass numbers, right? So... They don't really give a shit. It's like, sure, whatever. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It's, it is one of those things that you're like, huh. Yeah. I'll be damned. Fuck me up. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what are some of the games that are coming to Game Pass? Is the new Star Wars game coming to Game Pass? No. Okay, well, see? It's still going to be <laughs> But, I mean, obviously, you'd, you could, today, you could be playing... Yeah, why do they show the Star Wars game? Then? Exactly. Why are they if showing that's coming? That? Okay, wait a minute. Upcoming Game Pass upcoming games and they that's have true the, i gotta i gotta cancel my pre-order <laughs> yeah no shit um which games are coming to game pass grim confirmed that it ends uh this deal ends with uh, december, I think 31st. March, december 31st interesting cool um, not a bad deal yeah i'm looking into it and then if you have that and you're paying all that for you know, you're paying monthly, and then you get the Scarlet. Does that kind of transfer over to the Scarlet? And boom, you've paid that much to the Scarlet, and you just have to make the remaining payments. I think I think the Scarlet one is a brand new a new buy. contract in general. Yeah. Okay. So that is a little fucked up. That's where it is a bad deal because you are paying for a whole console. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're not getting to keep it. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, they get you. But only temporarily. So, I don't know. It's debatable if that's a good deal or not. Any update on that? uh, Any update on that? uh, If that um, Star Wars game is coming to? No, I mean, I haven't seen that confirmed, but why would they show that in there? That's like the promo image of the shot. What else do they have on that site? Um, Uh, The Minecraft game, of course, and Forza, of course. Those two are definitely coming. Those are definitely available. Um, here's the list of confirmed Game Pass games coming in November. Subnautica. That's it. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Game Pass November 2019. I don't know how to find this, because it is kind of like, I don't know how to verify this information. Outer Worlds, Downhill, Subnautica, Secret Neighbor, Star Wars, Lego 3, After Party. Hey. Huh. I'm just yeah, searching it up specifically to see what said uh, what it said about it. But I mean, it, you know, if you want the console, I guess it's a good deal. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. 
but it is one of the like enhanced with Xbox games, you know. Yeah. So maybe that's the big dick energy they're trying to swing around. Sure. Cool. All right. So uh, after that, we've got a hot, and I, we're going to be especially when we get to. Uh, this is from Amazon, though, Grim. You would want to go to. Yeah. The. The other one. The game one might be different. I don't know. Yeah. Here, it's let hard. me let, let me get that for you. Hard to say. Well, you go on and talk about our next uh, topic. Yeah, so uh, we are looking at uh, finally got a juicy, uh, I guess, final trailer. It's sort of being sold as uh, for the Witcher series on Netflix. Um, so they dropped kind of a, you know, this trailer. And in the trailer, of course, ends with a confirmed release date of December 20th. So yeah. Yeah, kind of a big dick move to come out against fucking star uh, wars mandalorian yeah uh yeah mandalorian is going to be coming out this month so yeah I well i, I think don't really i don't know, know if it's too much of a big dick move because they're gonna have time you know what i mean like people are going to be fit well finished with mandalorian by the yeah. time witcher comes out yeah but it's interesting to try to come out against the star wars movie that's true um same day right is it the same day i uh, believe so let me look i already have my ticket star wars I can't remember. I thought it was earlier. Uh, release date, December 20th. God damn. Yeah, that is... I'm seeing it on the 19th. I am as well, yeah. But, I mean, it's technically a quote-unquote midnight release, even though they don't really do that anymore. But, um, yeah, this Witcher trailer looks insanely good. <laughs> I think Henry Cavill was a good cast because he's really not an amazing actor. Mm. He's just, like, a hunky dude. Yeah, he it plays off like he's a... Um... He's a younger Geralt. He, he he's doesn't, a hornier Geralt. Like, Geralt doesn't have a lot of range of emotion. Yeah, he's like a sort of... I mean, that's part of the Witcher thing is that it's like a... It's not true, but it's a rumor that the Witcher mutations make them unable to feel emotion or whatever. Right. But, like, uh, it seems like the show's pretty much going to be um, stuck on... Um, like, the time period, it looks like Sintra. Like, the invasion of Sintra, which leads to... Siri, you know, being sort of displaced, and I believe this is when she ends up on the Skellige Islands. So, this isn't specifically something that we've played through in a game? This is not something that's been in a game, but it has been covered in the books. I don't know if it's covered, like, shot for shot, but it's definitely mentioned. So, yeah, this is definitely going well closer to... Yeah, this is based on the book series, not the games i mean well, there's the thing that he only has one sword like the two sword thing was something that was introduced specifically for the games like it is not so does he only have sword. a silver sword yeah okay so probably should have read all the books huh yeah <laughs> but i mean obviously it's like a blend of silver and steel that allows it to like clang against armor and shit because like actual real silver you can't just like slam it against shit right <laughs> like it'll break so there <laughs> is like gold so. There is one point about 15, uh, maybe 17 seconds in, where he uses uh, one of the signs. Yeah, he uses Ard, where yeah. he like, pushes the pushes enemies them. back. Um, you see him use a potion that kind of changes his eye color. Um, you see some like ghouls or something that he's going to be fighting. Yeah. And you see his, like, the Drowners part of the whole whatever. thing about the Witcher is that they are, uh, they have like much quicker reflexes, and they're stronger than regular humans. Do they just straight up show nudity? Yeah. This trailer, There's going to be dick. Well, the trailer on YouTube shows nudity. Yeah. 
Surprising. Show, shows Teddy. It does. Yeah. That's Very cool, surprising. Huh? Yeah. I didn't oh. expect to see that in the trailer. Well, it's kind of blurred out, I guess, but there's it like is. straight up people fucking in the background. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, folks. So, um, you know, it seems like a really cool time period. Like, it, I think we'll get a really good view of like how, like, people hate witchers. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, like his until they like, do something for them, right? His like preternaturally fast reflexes. You see uh, several scenes where Geralt is kind of just like spinning and flipping around like regular people that are fighting him, yeah. and he's like hitting people that are wearing full plate armor and like slicing them in half, <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, like he's he's getting kills on people that are wearing full armor, because he's like, witchers are able to detect like little faults in armor and like nail it, and, yeah, they know and while weak, moving really spot. quickly, right? Yeah, which is dope and also very convenient. So I don't know who would have been a better cast. Yeah, that's that's part of the thing. Like I think Henry Cavill's good because he doesn't have to be particularly interesting. He doesn't like, have to be a great actor. He just has to be someone right. who can be like. I hate it when he talks. I think Hayden it's my Christensen. Problem. Hayden Christensen. Okay. I'd watch the shit out of that. Um, I, I think it's when Henry Cavill talks. His He's face does. Lame. It's not even like to me. I look at him like, man, that's not even close. Yeah, that's because they had to digitally remove the uh, mustache. <laughs> that's funny, right? <laughs> yeah, that's comedy. Oh, good stuff. I love that the studio just would not allow him to shave his mustache. They were like, no, it's in the fucking contract. You can't remove it. And it's fucking DC. It's Warner Brothers. And they're like, dude, we will pay you any amount of money for us to shave this fucking mustache. And the studio's like, no. Absolutely not. That mustache, You're not shaving it. Some things are for sale. Some things aren't. His mustache is not for That's fucking so sale. That's so funny. That's like the funniest thing to ever happen to a DC movie. It's a hill to die on, isn't it? They're like, we don't want to have to. absolutely be, die here. We don't want to have to digitally put in a mustache. Yeah. They had to digitally remove the mustache and it looked like pure shit. How long would it take him to... If I had to grow a full grow bushy a mustache. mustache, it would take me six years. Okay, for you, so, yeah, but how long would it take Henry? Like, I don't know. This guy's got a lot of testosterone. I could have a mustache in probably a couple weeks. I really like that Henry Cap. So he said some, like, weird shit on Twitter about, like, he had, like, a dumbass opinion about Me Too and shit like that. But he was literally, like, a bullied nerd in high school, and he just decided to work out a lot. Yeah. So now, like, he was campaigning hard to get the Geralt role because he's a huge fan of the Witcher books. <laughs> so it's like... What the fuck? It's like it's, it's one of those so things weird, when you find man. out somebody really like Vin Diesel's super into Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and it's like what? Or what's <laughs> like? That yeah, guy, he was Joe just like Manginello. a. Yeah, he was like a yeah uh, Joe Manganiello. Like he was a nerd and people bullied him, so he worked out and got huge. Like that's one of the two paths in life. Like yeah. I took the opposite path. Yeah. Of like, okay, I'll just sit on my couch forever. <laughs> I'll never go out in public, so therefore I can't be bullied. I wasn't Which bullied. I just like nerdy shit. I didn't really get, like, bullied, bullied, but that's because I moved around so much. I mean, people got into fights. What's That's not a big deal. I mean, you I had to, I mean? like, I had to shoot 15 people at my high school, but... Good God. That's a joke, okay. folks. This is not real. <laughs> we got jokes on jokes. We got jokes here, buddy. Speaking All right. of bad jokes that you shouldn't have made. And speaking of nerdy shit, um, <laughs> that, that's... Is that Turk Games? Excuse me? Tu- t- uh, Turk? Hmm. Yeah. Tuk. Tuk. Tork. Tweak. Tweak my nipples. I, I, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm doing it. Tuk Games. 
T-U-Q-U-E. Yeah. Tuke. They're making a triple A D and D game. Uh, oh, yeah. They it was announced that they were making this um, a while back. Uh, I think it was maybe last year. Oh, let me check this link here um, that had a that had a date on when they were doing that. Um, yeah. Um, the the company just... the yeah the company was formed in 2012. I think it was last year that it was announced that they were going to be making a and D game. And then Wizards of the Coast started sniffing around, and Wizards like, hey, yeah. uh, we own you now. Um, so, so Wizards really been trying to get more into uh, like their video game market because yeah, there was like a whole thing where they after I, I guess in between like third edition and fourth edition. So the main game that came out with like fourth edition D and D was the Neverwinter online game, which mm -hmm. did not do very well. People really did not like fourth edition D and D. Yeah. And wizards responded like they kind of had some like major like whiplash. They just pulled out of video games basically. Um, so there was really not a lot of official Dungeons and Dragons games going on for a while. And then they started sort of tentatively like, you know, they did the, uh, the, um, Warriors of Waterdeep game. Um, they've continued to support Neverwinter for the fans that did get on board. Uh, Beamdog has been doing enhanced edition of the earlier games, Beamdog. which, uh, those just came to console. Then, you know, they, they were like, they acquired, um, what was it? Uh, uh James Olin's group that he was somebody that had left Bioware, um, okay. that are going to be working on another RPG product that is not Dungeons and Dragons. And then they announced, obviously, Baldur's Gate 3. Um, That's with, done by uh, Larian Studios. Uh, with Larian, right? Yeah. So, you know, they've basically, this is another part of their push to kind of come back to video games. Um, and, you know, like you said, Wizards just outright acquired these guys. Like, D&D um, &D is a prime place to have a, like, an MMO. And they had an MMO, yeah. but it was not, not done great. by a great studio. Or, not, right. I, no, I shouldn't say by a great studio, but it just wasn't done. It, it just didn't work out. It wasn't like, executed well. Right. And if this is executed on that high level, if you put the money behind a D&D &D MMO, and, you know... Or something with, you know, deep multiplayer integration doesn't necessarily have to be um you know world of warcraft style that's true or whatever yeah i mean i i actually really like the idea of the way that they had that that fable game that was announced a while back where there was like yeah. a dungeon master and then there were four players that was cool for sure and that would work very well that's literally D. &D. yeah that's I what mean, it is you know when you look at like it's kind of weird to say to talk about D and D with video games mm -hmm. because it's kind of almost D and D had the same impact as like Lord of the Rings, yeah. where like everything that came after D and D was affected by it, right? Um, where like okay, so basically all Western like fantasy is all based on Lord of the Rings at this point. It always has orcs, it always has goblins, it always has whatever. There's always heroes facing an insurmountable evil or whatever. Like it is all not necessarily inspired but it's all been impacted by lord of the rings all gaming has been impacted by dungeons and dragons yeah the idea of role-playing right every yeah. role-playing game is because of dungeons and dragons the idea of making roles right like okay so you have to hit between a one and a 20 that means everything has a four percent chance or whatever the five percent chance i guess you have five percent chance of getting any number does that math work out no no it seems fine so, um, 
you know, it's it's like, you know, high numbers or whatever. So that means if you have a 10, if you need to beat 10, you have a 50% chance of beating it automatically. And then any bonuses you have give you an extra 5% each point of bonus or whatever. So like, you know, that all of that is based on Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Like anything that has like a skill check is based on Dungeons and Dragons. Like not to say that, again, it's very similar to Lord of the Rings. It's not to say that Dungeons and Dragons did anything unique or whatever. They just did it first. Right. And they did it first in a way that everybody in the world noticed. So, right. you know, it's, it's, uh, that's part of the reason why there's been a thousand years of lawsuits between the, like, you know, the Wizards of the Coast, the Gary Gygax, and the Dave Arneson camps. You know what I mean? Like, it's because it's hard to say, like, hey, I invented the concept of playing dress up, right? Right. But there, there surely must have been a first game that had rules that was about dressing up, right? So it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, it's. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see them come back to the video gaming sphere more officially. Yeah. And really have control and, like, see what they do. Like, what does the official Dungeons & Dragons brand say about a certain thing in a video game, right? Right. Like, that, no matter what, that's going to affect kind of how we see Dungeons & Dragons video games going forward. Yeah, I think think the, the apex of this is going to be Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, it's it's going to be so big. I mean, Baldur's Gate this. 3 has such a built-in legacy yeah. that I think it's basically automatic success. Mm-hmm. And even more importantly, and this is a good example for me, like I've already given up on the Switch version because it's just the it's just so archaic that I can't get you, into it. You just can't do it. It's just too much. Right. It, it's it's too far back, right? And I don't have the nostalgia to pull me along. I don't have like a built-in knowledge of how to play this. You know what I mean? Because, like, you can go back and play, like... I mean, Nice Old Republic is something that I play pretty much yearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the two games. And it's kind of like the Olympics. I do one, and then I do the other one. You know what I mean? But uh, it's really tough to play those. If you do, if you don't have the... Like, I don't really if, yeah, recommend don't that have people that go bad. play it. Because it's kind of rough. I mean, the whole beginning section on Taurus is basically bad. Yeah. You have to know <laughs> like, exactly what you're doing. You have to know what you're doing. And that game is, like... Before you get to Dantooine, it's not a Star Wars game, you know? There's no lightsabers. You're not using the Force. Like, it's, you know, it's doing its own little weird thing, which is really cool. And at the time, it was, like, top of its field, right? Like, right. who did it compete against at the time? Nobody. Yeah. But not much there. To, to go play it for the first time now would be really hard. Yeah. And I don't sure. recommend that. And, and that's why it. you get those people, there's really... Like, two big groups of people. There's the people who are like, that was a, a generation-defining game. Right. And then there's the other people who are like, oh, I played it last year for the first time and it was shit. Sucks. Right. So, I like, I'm not going to try to force myself to play it because that'll ruin it for me. Right. I'm just going to wait for the next one and then jump on that. Definitely. Like. Yeah. Because I know the impact that it's had on the environment and everything. Yeah. I mean, it, like... I think these guys could do really well with having, uh, you know, like the Baldur's Gate champions was really good as well. Mm. Um, and they could go two significantly different routes with two different games like that. Mm-hmm. And it could be like, I mean, they could attach, they could, you know, attach their name to those games, of course, and move forward with that. And 
be successful in the way that like Bethesda was successful with something like uh, you know something like Elder Scroll and Fallout you know the way they had those two that just came out you know opposite each other um, yeah maybe Champions and Baldur's Gate is too close so maybe do like Champions and Baldur's Gate that's one thing and then they have like a separate you know like something completely different um, mm-hmm. but yeah they, they could be I, I think there's plenty of room for something uh, you know something like this especially yeah. with the success of like something like Divinity mm-hmm. like Divinity was wildly successful and that game is still like badass I, that's one of those games I would tell people to go buy right now yeah I mean even Divinity is kind of um, the first Divinity mm-hmm feels a little archaic because they're building off of that old stuff the yeah, second one i think was way better definitely um i mean it's it's evolved into it's uh yeah. you know it evolved in the appropriate way mm. yeah good stuff though all right so let's go ahead and move forth into blizzcon which is okay. kind of the big topic of this um yeah. i think some cool stuff announced but we're gonna start off low so that way we don't do our normal thing of just descending into <laughs> madness and then ending the podcast Right. Um, so we're, we're start off with the low point and then move up from there, I think. Sure. Um, so, importantly, the president of Blizzard, uh, Mr. J. Allen Brack, uh, basically opened BlizzCon and like, okay, I'm just going to get it out here, folks. We're going to talk about what happened with Blitzchung. Uh, we're going to talk about our response to that and blah, blah, blah. So Blitzchung obviously got originally got a year-long ban and had his winnings withheld after he said liberate Hong Kong. Um, following community backlash, Blizzard dialed back the suspension to six months and restored his earnings. Um, in October 12th, they, Blizzard said, the punitive actions have nothing to do with the, pub- the publisher's uh, business ventures in China, but it's more about keeping focus on games instead of politics, which is kind of bullshit. Um, you know, people were still pissed. Uh, in his opening remark at BlizzCon 2019, he said the following. Uh, this is a quote. Uh, Blizzard had the opportunity to bring the world together in a tough Hearthstone esports moment about a month ago, and we did not. We moved too quickly in our decision-making, and then, to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you. When I think about what I'm most unhappy about, it's really two things. First is that we didn't live up to the high standards that we set for ourselves, and second is that we failed in our purpose. And for that, I'm sorry, and I accept accountability. So what exactly is our purpose? BlizzCon is demonstrating it as we speak, to aspire to bring the world together in epic entertainment, and I truly believe in the positive power of video games. When we get it right, we create a common ground where the community comes together to compete, connect, and play, irrespective of things that divide us. As an example, BlizzCon has people from 59 countries all around the show here at the show today. That's amazing. And that is the positive power of video games, to transcend divisions that surround us in so many of our places today. We will do better going forward, but our actions are going to matter more than any of these words. As you walk around this weekend, I hope it's clear how committed we are to everyone's right to express themselves in all kinds of ways in all kinds of places. I've actually seen and heard many of you expressing yourselves this morning. Uh, there's a several. There, there was like a group of protesters outside of right. uh, Blizzard. This is like not the quote anymore. Back to the quote. You use your vacation and your family time to be here in Anaheim with us, and we are so grateful that you're here this weekend. That's the end of the quote. So like, he didn't say that they were going to do any additional action. They didn't say any additional changes. Blitzchunk still, you know, um, still has the six months. Still, still suspended for the six month ban. Yeah, and so like, 
nothing changed. So I know somebody that follows along, uh, my buddy Ryan, who I worked with, was like, he posted a thing that was like, so he said all of this, and then they didn't announce any change whatsoever. So it kind of just sounds like they're just saying whatever they need to make money, right? I, yeah, I guess. Um, so, it's also, again, like, I, it's... Go ahead. I do feel like, uh, you know, he was right in, you know, saying that he was, you know, they moved too quickly in uh, mm. decision-making, um, and then they didn't talk as quickly to the, you know, on the subject as they should have. Um, definitely, that's a bad idea. But as we were talking right. about before, um, you know, right before the show, like... If they do change that idea, you know, if they say, okay, no. Anybody that gets punished for anything is going to come bitch and moan to try to get it reversed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And th- and as we were saying before, uh, you know, right before the show, they, they have a, uh, they have complete control of their community. They can ban people for any reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, they technically don't even have to do anything wrong. Right. They can just like go, can, oh, I don't they like have full the idea band power. of what, you know, you're representing. Full band. Permaband. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's pretty crushing. It almost feels like too much power given to them to do it, but I guess it is theirs. Um, it just feels like, yeah, it feels weird. And all those people that are getting banned, like, oh, he said that, but all I said was, uh, you know, baby fart McGee's acts for president, and you banned me. Mm-hmm. That was so weak. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I get why they've done nothing else, and it's probably the good way to go. But he'll probably get off on like good behavior or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I think they're just gonna quietly like reinstate him without being like, yeah, hey, we're reversing our ban or whatever. Like, so it does raise questions, I guess, in a couple areas, right? Uh-huh. So like, they claim that it's about bringing politics into the game right so if i have a you know if i have like a trump 2020 hat on or something do i get banned for six months if i'm on stream that's true like that's we don't know if i have a you know if i have a uh well i can do this one fair because he's dropping out beto o'rourke t-shirt do i get banned for six months right or you know if i say hey stop bombing yemen like cease support for Saudi Arabia in their campaign against Yemen. Do I get banned for that? If I say, uh, you know, if I chant USA, do I get banned for that? Because that's sort of political, right? I, I guess. Like it's yeah, it's I mean, tough. Like it, it all, is, all of the shit is debatable. Yeah, it's it's all a line that they have to decide. And mm. of course, they're going to do the same thing next time. They're going to move really quick in making a decision. Then they're going to have to slightly backtrack, and then they're going to be like, oh, we're sorry, you know, we should have, you know, done this, and this is the way it is, and then that's the end of the story, and he's going to silently, they want to silently reinstate him to be able to, you know, play. Probably, uh, In, like, a month or two, rather than in six months from now, but. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's It's a very uh, weird situation. It raises a lot of questions, and it's like, again, like, it is... Is this this is a, a business decision? It has nothing to do with whatever their personal politics are, right? They're like, we don't want to piss off China. It's, I mean, a hundred percent. Like, regardless of whatever other reasons that they have, that's got to be the main reason. There's no, I mean, I would just say that. I would, like, how hard is it to be like, look, dude, this is a fucking company. We have to make money. 
and we're not going to piss off 1.5 billion customers. Right. Like, I don't really give a shit if everybody, like, every, like, Blizzard account that they have in the U.S., Canada, and Europe, if they all, like, simultaneously deleted their account, you would only, you could replace all of them with, like, half of China signing up, right? Right. So, so I'm going to type in total population of Europe. And I think they have had that. I mean, they felt that, like, because people yeah. have been. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's Stop some. Uh, so the the total population of Europe is about seven hundred and forty one million. It's about seven hundred and fifty million now, right? The U.S. is about three hundred and forty three hundred and fifty million, something like that. That doesn't even add up to China. Yeah, like it's just, it's not comparable. You know, like they they cannot piss China off. And also the difference is, if you piss off people in the U.S. that are pro. Um, Hong Kong democracy or whatever. Like, you piss off, you know, some people in the U.S. Not everybody. You piss off some people in Europe. Not everybody. <laughs> if you say something that pisses off the Chinese government, they fucking turn you off. So you lose everyone in China. And it's not based on your customer's choice. It's yeah. based on your fucking shit don't work anymore. Like, they literally turn the key. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... And the NBA had a very similar thing. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but um, where it's like straight up, they're like, okay, we're not playing any NBA games anymore. And it's like other countries don't have that kind of power to just do that. Right. You know? So it's like if you, and you know, we already have seen the posts of like, uh, hey, how do I get my Blizzard account back so I can play Overwatch Halloween event or whatever? Like that's been happening. Like people are already like, People that kind of didn't really give a shit, but they just gave up because they wanted to agree with their friends or whatever. Like, um, you know, the the threat of China's customers getting turned off in a, to a business is so much more than anything that people in the West can say. That we're going to continue to see this happen with more companies. We're going to see Blizzard do it again, like you said. Like, yeah. if you go on tomorrow and say, free Hong Kong, and you're you know, some big Hearthstone player, your ass is going to get banned. Like, they're, they're just not going to allow that. Like, yeah. it, it's 100% a business decision, and maybe this is... And this isn't the first, you know, this isn't the first... This, is the this first isn't the first company that to deal with that. this. I mean, NBA is way bigger than Blizzard. And, yeah, like, I mean, and even in Blizzard, this isn't the first person to be banned, you know. This is the first big person to probably be banned over something. Yeah, but they, they banned several people. They banned the, um, the hosts for allowing him to say that. <laughs> I mean, they've yeah. they've banned uh, several people that are streaming have had their streaming account, like their 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 uh, Blizzard account that was associated with that blocked. I mean, yeah, this is this is not the first, and it will not be the last. And of course, South Park was right on the top of this news. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, South yeah. Park was right on there. Like, okay, <laughs> killing straight up killing. Uh, what they killed Pooh. They literally just turned their own business off in China to be like, yeah, say something, bitch. Yeah, which is they pretty don't cool. care. They don't. I mean. Like, I wonder what their biz. They probably looked at their numbers from China and they're like, nobody wants We can lose anyway. this. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. We're going to make all this money back from our. Uh, what was it? I think they just got signed to be uh, streamed on like HBO's streaming service or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're like, we'll make it all back there. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's weird. It's interesting, though. All right. So let's get into some of the. Uh, cool things that were kind of announced um 
we're just going to go over four of the things that were announced. I'm not exactly sure if there was a ton more than that. Um, yeah, these are all the big things, basically. But since we were talking about the Hearthstone player, let's go ahead and jump into Hearthstone. For sure. So Hearthstone announced uh, two things. Um, first, they announced the uh, Descent of Dragons expansion. So these expansions usually include new cards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll include like a custom hero or something. And then like a little single player, um, like sort of quest chain, I guess. Yeah. Um, which are cool. So there's another one of those. It's dragon based. Looks like it's bringing back the guys from the uh, like explorers group, whatever that is. So they've done a couple of these already with the the explorer guys. So it's another one of those, Definitely. folks. And, there's and then the other some, thing was there's uh, some. Go ahead. Uh, is it some gameplay out there? Oh yeah, there's a uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing is like a new mode. Uh, it's an auto battle game. So this is is this their auto chess? Sure. I guess. Yeah. I don't really know, but it's um called uh, yeah hearthstone battlegrounds eight player auto battling game so yeah this is their this is blizzard's version of auto chess uh, auto chess basically but with a card deck which is kind of cool yeah it's very interesting i don't know how it'll work we'll have to see yeah um um, it's kind of cool yeah it's it's interesting um i don't know i just i i can't get into the card games like I, I've tried a yeah. I played Hearthstone for a long time. Um, this one is. Uh, it looks like Hearthstone just got way too complex for me. Yeah, like, it has. If you didn't, if you didn't play, like you, you absolutely had to play weekly, or else you would completely lose what was happening. Right. Early access is uh, November fifth through the eleventh. Global open beta starts the twelfth. Mm-hmm. Um, for this, you know, of course, it's on like all mobile device so yeah cool um then probably the you know biggest announcement for um you know for the show for me right uh, probably for you for a lot of us here um it would be diablo 4 um it came out pretty early with it they have a uh a really cool cinematic trailer that uh kind of goes through um you know, it kind of takes you through a little bit of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, it's interesting. They, they have, like, a, a stinger trailer at the beginning of their trailer. They do. Because <laughs> it's it's like an, it's a nine-minute trailer, so they give you, like, 30 seconds of, like, okay, here's the recap. Some weird stuff happens. Uh-oh, demons. Okay, now we're in. Right. So you're in, like, a spooky house. Uh, house? Spooky, like, abandoned village. Yeah. The church house has, like, a tunnel in it. The dudes go in the tunnel. And then they, like, hop way ahead. And a dude is, like, critically injured. They're, like, dragging their, like, buddy, basically. It looks like maybe a rogue, a warrior, a pirate-looking guy, and then, like, a priest, sort of. Yeah. Uh, or, like, a lore master, I guess you'd say. So, um, the lore master is fucked up. Uh, they drag him up to this, like, door that appears to have some kind of, like, puzzle or something to unlock it. So, they're like, okay, dude, you stay alive while you're fucking bleeding out. Figure out how to get us in this door. There's, like, some shit coming that we have to go deal with. So we'll cover you until you get this fucking door open. And also, don't yeah. take too long or we'll all die. Yeah. All right. Nobody so, die and let's figure all this out at the same time. Right. So eventually the door is opened with, like, a blood-packed thing. And they, like, somebody... The dude, like, bleeds on the tiles. And then it fills in some grooves. And he's like, everybody push these tiles. They all push the tile. Tile unlocks. They get into the room. And then they were like, uh, this is very eerie. 
and then uh they're like wait a minute um this room's fucking me up and then uh they go to like kill the one dude like i guess the dude is like getting very like creepy and they're like somebody handle this guy and then uh he turns out to be like a zombie or something and then there's like a whole hellraiser thing that happens yeah uh pretty cool um yeah yeah pretty long trailer uh it's great i mean it's like blizzard is so good at these trailers and we've said it a ton of times like yeah that just just make movies like this like for sure it probably took them a hell of a long time to make this like little trailer here yeah we don't need anything higher quality than that i go see this shit in theater right now for sure yeah so uh, so yeah the i guess the the pirate guy turns out to be like an ancient demon and then he's like trying to like summon a hot babe so he ends up uh doing this blood thing and then everybody's turns into blood and then uh they reveal lilith the daughter of the lord of hatred returns to sanctuary uh she's like in a sexy blood dress i don't know i'd fuck her i mean that hit though folks. that hit that the, the takes off his big jaw boy takes off his jaw Whew. yeah it's a good hit yeah it's so good dude pretty wild it's very good oh it's a great trailer so then they also because blizzard knew they had to bring their fucking real guns to this horse fight yep damn that was a i really got lost there on the uh uh gun fight we don't recommend any sort of horse fighting yeah, Very definitely nice don't guy. horse fight. First of all, a horse could beat the shit out of a human, no question asked. Go back to like, our They Twitter. will completely annihilate you. Go back to our Twitter and check out that gift from... Yeah, in The Witcher, Geralt's going to get in a fight with the horse, and it's going to just completely kill him. So, they also released a nice. gameplay trailer, <laughs> which yeah. looks amazing. Of uh, They kind of detail some gameplay footage of the Barbarian, which, as you expect, the Sorcerer, as you expect, yeah. and a new kind of character, the Druid. Hell yeah. The druid looks dope. Super. So he's got, I guess it looks like three, like main build paths. You're either going to be building pets, so you can get like wolves and ravens and shit. You can build uh, magic, which is like nature based magic, so like earth magic and lightning and shit. Mm-hmm. And then he can also morph into a bear and a werewolf, yeah. and possibly more. And that's so. just yeah, that's just the stuff that we've seen thus far. Um, it does very feel cool. it does feel very weird. That it's like, cool, here's a, uh, you know, here's your magic caster, and here's your barbarian, typical. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, oh, look at this. Like, everyone's going to want to be this, right? And yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when they showed like, off um, Diablo 3, and it was like, okay, you can be a barbarian, <gasps> a archer, Ooh. or a fucking witch doctor that summons little gremlins. And it's like, I'm the gremlin guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's cool or whatever. Like, all of the classes look dope. Which is they always do. I mean, yeah, that's part of what Diablo is all about. Like everybody's good and fun to play, but the one just seems so much cooler than the others. Yeah, everyone I know that has watched this that is remotely Druid. interested, they're like Druid. Yeah, he became a fucking bear and just started wrecking everything. He becomes a werewolf and is fast and whips this dude's ass. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what else there is to say really. Like he's cool as fuck. Yeah, uh, they did show some like mounted uh, gameplay. Yeah, the mountain pass looks dope. Oh, mounted. Mounted. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the sorcerer, sorcerer like does like a spell off of the horse, which is insanely good looking. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that there's a like a bad 
path to take. I think each class right. is going to be really cool, but I do feel... I just okay, wish cool. they would do some like more interesting stuff. Yeah, we were talking before, it, it would lend really well if they had like, like some different paths to take mm-hmm. with the sorcerer or the barbarian. Um, yeah, just make up, like, just flavor stuff. Like, it would all still play the same, but yeah. it's like, instead of barbarian, you would have, like, you know, something else that's a little more interesting that we haven't just had in six games in a row. You know what I mean? Right. So, it's, I don't know, it's, I think there's other stuff they could do there that would be cool. Like, instead of wizard, you could have, like, rune rune crafter or like rune mage or something that is doing exactly the same stuff but it just draws a little symbol on the ground before it does it right yeah yeah like you could you could make it so much more flavorful so easily yeah just changing the like oh he is a literally just like, change the backstory <laughs> like a holy warrior or like or a holy um like, yeah instead of know, like, like like instead of just straight up something. wizard it could be like priest that uses holy magic yeah. but it functions exactly the same right and, and it's just like the hey, vibe we of the, the game. Colors, I mean, change the colors of some of the magic to light. Right. Like, it's really not that hard. It's not crazy. And, that and would, Druid already is like completely got the vibe that you want. Yeah. And I think they're like, okay, here's these two, and they're gonna have. Well, what do they typically have when they come out? Five or six. Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they've announced three. I think the other three, we'll probably see some sort of some like, kind of archer, rogue or archer. Yeah. Right probably see another kind of weird spellcaster so i would really like to see a necromancer i really want a necromancer because i didn't get to play previously yeah um grim's like nope barbarian you know barbarians are cool barbarians are cool i got nothing against a barbarian we need people like grim up here playing this game with us because i don't necessarily want to be a barbarian i would be a barbarian if no one else was being a barbarian of course but, or yeah, if you had like an archer and a mage on your team, then you pick barbarian. Of I mean, course, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a goddamn fool. Yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, a lot of people are like it immediately takes him out of the running for wanting to be a druid. Right. So those people are useful, definitely. Um. But yeah, that I, I think they're probably going to show off some more stuff, uh, character wise. I think the remaining yeah. characters. There's going to be two more interesting characters, and then a typical character. Right, probably. Yeah. Um, so, that's good news. This was really good news for, uh, you know, all of us that are, you know, super into that. Um, so, up next is a little more confusing, uh, and it was Overwatch 2. Um, what is fun yeah. about this is I actually haven't even watched this trailer. Uh, I have watched mm-hmm. literally no trailers for Overwatch 2. Um, I know you looked into what some of the stuff was going on. Yeah, I kind of glanced over what... Like, I watched the trailer, and then I looked into some of the background information. Sure. um, Which is interesting, or whatever. But, like... I don't know. This seems like it could be an expansion for Overwatch 1. Yeah, and that's the way I feel. Uh, Like, a lot of these people that were previously like, Guys, we need to vote with our wallet. Um are the same people who are like, oh, now that I know what Overwatch 2 is, I'm really excited to buy it. Mm. And it's like, hold on a second. You're, they're telling you, hey, all of the stuff that you can get in Overwatch 1 is now in Overwatch 2, and, and there's more stuff. That's just yeah. an expansion pass, right? Yeah. Well, especially since, that's what I was saying, Like, I guess if they do some like PvP, or some PvE stuff, that would be an interesting reason to maybe make a new game. And sure. you're like, 
Yeah, they already do that they for do that, the events. They do that for events, yeah. Right. So it's so, very weird. It's I don't think this is something that I'm uh like into. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if they can do some more cooperative rather than they can focus this game on cooperative rather than um, competitive, that could be really cool. Right. I don't know. Give yeah. give us a reason. Um, I hear that they're doing some like hero based story stuff, right? Yeah, is what you were saying. So that's yep. cool. So there's like there's like campaign missions basically. Yeah. Um, so they have a few different trailers there. They have, of course the uh, like announcement trailer and then they have a gameplay trailer um have they showed off any new characters i don't think so they, they kind of zoom in on one character that might be new i don't know like kind of toward the end um as i have i haven't kept up with overwatch so they could all be new characters as far as i'm concerned sure. <laughs> but uh um, newer characters I, I don't like... think that i've heard people really talking about like a new character or anything so I mean, I, I'm not 100% kind of a bad sure vibe. on all of the... Yeah. I don't know if that character's new. You're right. Good call. I'm not sure if that character's new. I'd have to look into it. Haven't played Overwatch in quite some time. It just kind of, for me, it got a little bit stale. Yeah. And all the people I used to play with stopped playing, so it's like, you know, I guess it's my time. All right. Yeah. So, uh, last but not least here for uh, our BlizzCon coverage that we were talking about. Uh, was World of Warcraft their look at uh, World of Warcraft's next expansion Shadowlands Um, so great trailer really good trailer again (laughs) every single one of these has a trailer that's like god damn yeah Blizzard needs to be just out here making movies folks yeah they like they need to like pull some of their people off of making the same thing over and over again and just make some like cool story based stuff like see some trailers um trailer is the yeah, the cinematic trailer is super good i really recommend checking it out um there's a really sick fight uh, that involves the lich king um as we know the lich king has to be alive there has to be a lich king um right. he's kind of like kind of a guardian between you know between re- like between realms kind of um and straight up, he gets got, and the Lich King helmet gets shattered. Um, mm. And with that, it brings in uh, the death of the Lich King. And there's nothing to protect the Shadowlands from, you know, the separation between the Shadowlands and uh, the like standard realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the new game is kind of focused on what happens after those events so uh you can you're gonna end up going to the shadowlands from what i understand um seeing uh the fate of some of these enemies that you may have taken down previously um i don't know what else they've uh what else they've announced like character wise or otherwise um but I think it's cool. Uh the new zone is called Raven Raven's Droth. Um Sure. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Ardenweld is another one. 
Yeah, there's like several new zones. Yeah. Um, which seem cool. There's like a good Bastion. guy zone, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different... Like, everything resides here that's afterlife. Right. So, when you die and you spawn back, uh, the people who spawn you back have a zone. Mm. And then there's like... It's pretty much everything afterlife. So, mm. it's not all bad. It's... it's There's good, there's bad, there's medium. Yeah. Uh, so, some there's new weird. dungeons, some new raids... Um, yeah. definitely a lot of there's going to be a lot of in like end game stuff um, but what I wanted to see if there was any new like races or classes or anything announced yeah yeah I don't think so um, but they are doing like a, they're changing the uh, level cap downward yeah which that's is the first time they're kind of their plan is to just kind of change the entire way the end game plays out so, so they're moving down to level 60, and everybody that's currently level capped will go to level 50. So, how does that work power-wise? Because to get to certain things, you know, you have to... They're going to have to redesign all that. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine they just scale it down in equivalent percentage. So if you used to have to be level 75, now you only have to be level 55 or whatever. Okay. But That's going to make everyone feel stronger, so that's kind of good. I wonder if that's kind of their... You know, the big idea with that. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, that's pretty much everything that was shown off at uh, at BlizzCon that is, like, big and noteworthy. You can check it all out on um, on YouTube. They have really good, like, they, they've been really good about posting. Here's the cinematic trailer. Here's, like, the um, feature overview. Or here's some gameplay. Or, you know, here's, you know, whatever. Um, mm mm-hmm. So definitely go check that out. You can also check that out over on our Facebook uh, at man or uh, facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc. Uh, we've been trying to keep up with that, uh, you know, showing off all that stuff. Um, but as well, uh, another place you can follow us to get some different type of information over on Twitter at mammoth games inc. As well, so you know when we go live. Um, so this is our first uh, run here on Facebook, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, let us know if you guys were into this, if this was, uh, you know, what you guys would look for, where you'd rather us be um, over Twitch um, or otherwise. Uh, we definitely are looking to take that feedback into consideration. And if you're listening to the podcast or you haven't listened to the podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean.com. Um, I think even Stitcher now. Uh, Coming out every Monday for our weekly show, uh, Wednesdays for our bi-weekly shows. Um, and yeah, we would appreciate any sort of feedback on any of that, just to let us know what we can do better. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. Um, if, uh, yeah, you need, if you have any questions about, uh, you know, the way we run the show, just let us know and we'll, uh, you know, we're usually pretty quick to respond. But uh, thank all you guys. Uh, thanks to all you guys for hanging out. Uh, until next time, though, I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one.